Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now this age of radio podcast is brought to you by the bazaar the Bazaar is the Age of Radio affiliate store, and right now, The Bazaar has a special offer on The Great Courses Plus. The Great Courses Plus is a subscription video on-demand service with thousands of in-depth videos taught by the world's greatest professors. You'll always find something fascinating to learn about. With categories ranging from history to travel and everything in between, there's something for everyone. If you go to ageofradio.org forward slash darkwindows, there's an offer to get The Great Courses Plus free for 14 days. Stay ahead in life. Start your access today with 11,000 plus video and audio lectures on a range of topics. I'm Kevin H. I'm Kevin C. And I'm a Seth. And this is the Dark, Dark Windows, Windows Podcast. Podcast. So just a disclaimer, we are going to talk about some things that people might not be super comfortable with. We're going to use some language, a language that people are not going to be super comfortable with. That's adult language. So, Expletives. So sit back. Relax. And enjoy the show. Or not. That's cool, too. We want to start out by saying a special thank you to our sponsor, Studio Headphones. Studio offers some of the best quality sound and best-built headphones on the market without the outrageous prices that other brands offer. They offer a variety of different styles, including over-the-ear, wired earbuds, and completely wireless Bluetooth buds. The two newest models are the Klar, which are over-the-ear noise-canceling headphones that offer 30 hours of playtime. Hold on. 30 hours continuous playtime without being recharged. And the Tolve, which are totally wireless Bluetooth earbuds, that offer seven hours of playtime in a case that holds four additional charges for the buds. So check out studio.com where you will find some of the best quality headphones and earbuds on the market. And if you enter Dark Windows 15 at checkout, they will take 15% off your entire order. What's going on, everybody? How do they do, interneters? We are back at it again. Um, yep. As you notice, there's only two of us here this week. It's just uh, myself and Seth. Yeah, um, Kevin H had uh, some family things going yeah, on. He had We're a uh, he had a death in the family, so he is yeah. with his family down in Maryland. So um, please send him some love and positive vibes, and you know, absolutely. It kind of sucks right now, so we're a little little somber, but yeah. um, so it's okay. We're kind of not continuing on with our regularly scheduled episodes because. It, we, it won't be the same. Exactly. He and needs to be here. We want every. We want the whole fucking team here for that. Yeah, and it's that's the fun part about a road trip is having the whole crew and right. all that stuff. So, like last time, this is going to be a little bit of a fun kind of side note. 
little interesting from the community. Yeah, this is something that's been I've been fascinated with for a couple months now, and I'm sure my wife's tired of hearing me talk about it. So, speaking of things that we're going to talk about, Seth, you got some stuff, don't you? Yeah, and yeah. specifically my wife is tired of hearing me talk about it. <laughs> that is painting miniatures. If you like to paint miniatures, know somebody that likes to paint miniatures, or just have an idea of someone that likes to paint miniatures, or do any kind of painting or hobbying whatsoever, send them on over to GameEnvy.net. GameEnvy.net is your one-stop shop for all your amazing hobby tools. Whether you need a brush beam to hold your brushes, you need a paint puck to wash your brushes, not just for miniature, but also for canvas. If you need a hobby holder to help you get those tight little fine details and all those little miniatures or even action figures, which I found that one person uses it for. Really? When he custom paints his action figures, what he do is he'll pop off the joints, uh, makes put sense. it right in the little plug spot, and then do his work, and then put it back in. Makes sense to me. So you head on over to GameVMB.net. You find what you like. You put it in the checkout cart. You put in the promo code BROADSTONE. That's me. And you can save yourself 10% off your entire order. And the best part is all of GameVMB stuff comes in a variety of different colors. I, I don't think there's like an actual mathematical number for the amount of combinations, is there? There is, but I don't know because like as we I'm, talked about before, I don't math. I'm not a mathist. No, dude. The only thing I know how to do is when it's like, how many tacos you want? More. <laughs> I want that box that has less than 11 but more than 9 in it. That one. I've actually eaten that all in one sitting. Mm. It took me a half an hour. Side note, I got really, really baked one night and I ate a full box of the crunchies and a full box of the soft tacos. That's not possible. At Taco Bell while I sat there. because was Nope. Yeah, it is, dude. Not possible. Yeah, I, uh, I had a rough ride home, but I did it because I'm a disgusting fat shit. Yep. Anyway, so what are we talking about? Like you're you're get, you alluded to it a little bit before, and I wasn't really picking up on it. I guess. So I was uh, I've been on the internet as, oh, as most of you have, I'm assuming. Not me, man. Um, and kind of like stumbling around, I found this website called YouTube. I'd never heard of it until now. So like, going through YouTube and like just trying to find videos to get some inspiration for some show topics and stuff. Yeah, dude. I stumbled across these videos, and I was like what the hell are these? And I start watching them. It's something called the SCP foundation. The what now? Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty cool. I, I, I've been hooked on watching these videos. I'm watching like three or four of them a night easily, just different like varieties of them. So okay. the SCP foundation operates clandestine and worldwide. The foundation operates beyond the jurisdiction empowered and trusted by every major government with the task of containing anomalous objects, entities, and phenomena. Whoa. Okay, I'm not going to lie. This is not where I thought this was going to go. Right. And it's it's really neat because there is... I'm really surprised. I'm, there probably is a full podcast dedicated to just this thing because okay. there's so many of them. There, there's literally 3,000 plus of these things that you can go through and read full articles on. These anomalies pose a significant threat to global security by threatening either physical or psychological harm. The SCP Foundation is a collaborative, creative writing platform uh, centered around the fictional foundation, which is a scientific military organization that seeks to protect humanity and the status quo by locating and containing anomalies, objects, life forms, events, locations, concepts, creations, and phenomena that in one way or another violate natural law. So wait, wait. This essentially is a collection and culmination of anything that violates natural law. Yeah. So your ass would technically be a part of this. It should be, yeah. Because that thing, oh, <laughs> egg salad on a road trip, always a bad idea with this human being. Mayonnaise in the heat. <laughs> 
Well, I, I, in all seriousness, though, that's actually pretty cool because it's a way to bring all these crazy outlandish stories is together. Is it reminding you of a book series, kind of? Uh, no. Little Joe Ledgery? No, not at no. all, dude. However, the author of said character in those books is an amazing human being to talk to. Yeah. And someday you will look like him to a hundred percent degree. You're right. Like you're at like the 75%, but you don't wear the same type of shirts. I'm telling you right now, if they did a biopic of Jonathan Mayberry's life and they wanted to give me a wardrobe of like unlimited Hawaiian shirts, I could play him. Exactly. I got the picture on my phone to prove it. Dude, <laughs> I got you the first book signed yeah. by him and I talked to him firsthand. Trust me. I get it. Yeah. I, 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 He's super nice. I don't usually nerd out about meeting authors. I would love to meet that guy. That'd be awesome. I nerd out and freak out about meeting anybody who was a hero. You've seen him multiple times. Anyway, okay, so... Shut up! So, on the SCP wiki, which is where I got all of this information from, Mm -hmm. uh, people are encouraged to add stories and creations to further the continuation of the universe lore. Oh, so it's a community-driven, like, story, in a sense? Yeah. Oh, this is kind of like a little bit like what 40K does. Yeah. Um, one of my buddies who uh, is actually started a way to expand the 40K universe, uh, my buddy Colin from Cold Open Stories, check out his podcast if you're into 40K. He actually is doing that where a community is coming together and they're writing their own scripts. He's having community members act in it and also has people working together as one big whole way to expand this amazing like That's pretty cool. Thing, dude. Check him out. He's fantastic. Um, but no, I absolutely love this kind of stuff because for someone like me who's kind of the skeptic but kind of can see into it, to see this and to see other people's perspective on it, it's like, okay, cool. This is actually community written. It's yeah. driven. And you get to see how other people see the tall man or the Mothman or anything like that. You get to see yeah. their views. Do you want to know where my mind automatically went to because that's just how I am? Where? Reading about all this. Cthulhu. Oh, dude, that there's so many different like stories and like elaborations and all that stuff. It's amazing. Yeah, because this is the same thing that H.P. Uh, Lovecraft did with people like August Durleth, where he's like, "Take my uh, my stuff and just run with it." Yeah, dude. Send somebody else a copy of my book. Have them write something. It'll be fucking awesome. And you know what? It is. Well, and that's the thing when you include the community, it goes much farther, and word of mouth happens, and you never know. You may find a gem. In that rough. Oh, yeah. And nine times out of ten, when it's community-driven, it's a hundred times better because then you get to pick and choose the parts that everybody likes mm-hmm. and what you like and what makes sense. And then all of a sudden, you have a knockout story. You don't have a Coke binge story that, you know, nobody knows what the fuck is going on. Maximum overdrive. <laughs> I mean, in all it fairness, was, I love that movie. Yeah, dude, I fucking love that <laughs> truck. Anyway, but no, I, I love this kind of stuff because it just... Well, since the community, we yeah. are a community. It's a weird little tight knit thing. Why not? Does, yeah, it does. It doesn't make it makes sense. I mean, hot take on H.P. Lovecraft, great author, not the best author to write his material. No, dude, I mean, I mean, he, had, he had a very distinct writing style. Yeah, like Stephen King, like uh, kinda, Clive Barker. He's kind of dry when it comes to um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Dialect. Yes. Um, but the other people that took his stories, they're they're fucking amazing. I mean, I won't take anything away from him. He he literally created what we think of as horror and sci-fi now. Yeah, a lot of the 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 authors who I'm a fan of cite him as some of the best and as one of the main proponents of why they got into horror. Not only that, 
Cthulhu is still talked about today. Yeah. There's a line of games. There's miniatures. Hey, my world. There's card games. There's video games. There's so many different forms of media that is there because of him. Fuck. D&D. Yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. Magic the Gathering. Uh, Call of Cthulhu. Like you could, the, the list goes on and on of how many different inspirations came from him and his work. It, he, he, he completely changed how we think of like monsters and stuff. Because up until then, evil monsters and shit were always hoofed. What are they all now? They got fucking tentacles, right? Weird Dude, space shit? That's because it's because There's of a Lovecraft. certain uh, style of film that we will not name. <laughs> Adult <from> entertainment. <laughs> of Japan that uh, specializes in tentacles and... Uh, I mean, he, he was kind of a giant anti-Semite, and, so whatever. And, no, that's, okay, no, you, know. Let's, you know, let's go back to this. Let's talk about more <laughs> yeah. about this. Um, so let's kind of get into it a little bit with each SCP has a, a file. Okay. The file contains a number assigned to the anomaly... Kind of like a serial, a serial number to identify. Oh, it. kind of like a case number. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. I'm liking this. So series one yep. contains SCPs 001 through 999. Okay, makes sense. That series was written between 2007 and 2011. Wow. Series two contains SCP 1000 through 1999. Okay, I like how they did this, how yeah. they went to a certain number, so 1000. And then that's when the new series kicked over. Exactly. Because it makes it a little bit easier because if you want to read it, you know right where you left off. Also, you can see the, the paradigm change. Yeah. I don't know if it was done intentionally like that, but it's 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 just really cool how it works. Yeah, dude. I, I hope it was. So that series is written between 2011 and 2013. Okay. So Seri- uh, more probably contributors. So it probably had more information. Okay. Series three contains SCPs 2000 to 2999. That was written from 2013 to 2017. And SCP, I'm sorry, Series 4 contains SCP 3000 to 3999. That started in 2007, and that is going continuously still. So each person that puts into this, that's another part of that series? Right. So if they're at like 285, or what is it, 485? What do you mean? What's the number, like? Uh, what number range are we in right now? Uh, right now we're uh, between 3,000 and 3,999. So if you were, say, right in that range and you were you know, one of those serial numbers and I came in shortly thereafter you, I'd be the next serial number in there? You could be. Or... But you can also make up your own number and you can also just go back and go, you know what? I like this one. So I could be 5,229. Essentially, pretty much. From, Verbal from, trademark. And then I'll just have to wait till we get to that point. <laughs> yeah. For, from the way I understand it, that's pretty much how it works. But you can also go back and this is where it gets interesting because you can actually tweak older ones to change them. Like SCP-001, there's like five different versions of that one. And they're all completely different. That's okay. I'm cool with that. So each object is placed into one of three classes based on containment difficulty and threat level. Our first class is safe. Okay. The anomaly can be contained by simply leaving it alone. No special procedures, methods, or events are necessary to keep it from damaging the world. This does not mean that it's not dangerous. A safe class object can be world-threatening if it's not contained, but it's generally fairly easy to contain them. So like Robert the Doll would be because it's easy to contain them. But if you don't fuck with it, then we're fine. Probably. I, or would I, he be in the middle, moderate range? He, he might fall into our next category, which is Euclid. Okay. Um, 
And that with Euclid, the anomaly is inherently unpredictable or requires some amount of effort to keep it contained. You're not sure what will happen if it's left alone. They tend to be more complex than safe class. Okay, so safe class, for calling back to a previous episode, could be the chest due to the uh, the haunted chest or the cursed chest that I covered right. during our cursed objects because you put it in a place, it's not going to do anything. As long as it's in a safe spot, no one's going to mess with it, i.e. that it was in an attic space for an extended period of time. No one messed with it until someone finally messed with it. Fair enough, yeah. So you knew the world was safe because no one was going to touch it. Robert the doll is in, probably in the nuclear because if you don't respect him or treat him with respect and honor, he's going to kill you. I don't know, or he will maim you or make your life a living hell, like the woman that you know took his picture without his permission, and then she was pretty much they got tormented. In that fucking motorcycle accident, like shortly thereafter. Car accident. One of them. Yeah. yeah. There, there was another are. person that got into motorcycle accident, but we're not going to cover that because yeah. that's didn't end well for anybody. Yeah, and we kind of had a fairly recent giant motorcycle accident up here that was fucking seven awful. people high because somebody didn't pay attention yeah um they, they, they were killed less than 500 feet away from where they were staying too yeah, and they were all marines either uh retired or yep active so yeah uh, my wife and i literally talked about that for about 20 minutes yeah. and it was your heart instantly goes out for those people and their family and it's like why people why can't people pay attention your brother almost got rear-ended yeah like three days after he got his motorcycle, yeah. Yeah, we were literally talking to him about an hour and a half ago, mm-hmm. and he was talking about how he almost got fucking destroyed. Yeah, because people don't pay attention to motorcycles. Yeah, because too many people pay attention to these fucking things yeah. in our pockets. Yeah. Uh, the third class is uh, is Keter. These objects are much more difficult. To, uh, these objects are much more difficult to contain usually requiring a huge expenditure of research resources or extensively complex containment procedures. Oh, these are the like severely cursed objects. Yeah. Or... Nasty bad shit. Yeah. Yeah. So what would we consider that with what we've covered? It'd have to be another cursed object. A Wendigo could even fall into it because it doesn't even have to be an object. It can be a person or anything. Yeah. Basically. Because of Wendigo from what we've discussed before, I fucking hate those things. <laughs> Those can literally, there. In order to get a hold of one, in order to capture one, to maintain it, to keep it locked up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Or a psychopathic killer. Right. Exactly. The or most my sisters cooking. <laughs> Continue. The most dangerous phenomena are classified as Keter, often posing an existential threat to humanity, the world, or the universal structure itself. Some of this shit gets pretty wild. It's really cool to read. Ooh. So there's, a, there's some other lesser-known, lesser-used categories, uh, one being Thaumiel, which is a very rare object uh, very rare object class only known to the highest levels of the Foundation. Okay, so this sounds like something that, like, a, I'm going to go stereotype here. A fat, nerdy, white kid sitting in his mom's basement that read a D&D book, like, cover to cover, multiple times, came, came up, up with, with this. <laughs> and... You know, it's like one of these things where he pushes his glasses up and he has a weird abnormal lisp. Or someone like me who's a power nerd and be like, okay, I can see this because I can instantly go to Skyrim and think of a few objects that Lord are cursed. The rings. Mithril! Mm, the one <laughs> ring that we all wear. So in short, uh, the Thelmiel class objects are classified as, quote, anti-Keter. And they're often used in containment or uh, counteracting of other powerful scps oh jesus christ the people that deal with this are totally blue deckers yeah exactly. counterspell <laughs> counterspell oh you got that off counterspell counterspell 
Oh my god, I'm a fucking nerd. So they're they're used basically to maybe lure in something like mega dangerous or to like they go, okay, well, cage this motherfucker up. We got something bad out there. We're gonna make him fight it. Oh. So they're they're the catfishers. They like yeah. bait and switch. Yeah, that makes sense. Get you in clothes, catch a predator. <laughs> Put cookies out on the table, realize it's not a thirteen year old girl, it's a fucking <laughs> demon. I brought wine coolers. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Shove them up your ass. Don't make me wreck you, boy. Death gods. And uh, another category is neutralized, which is an object that is no longer anomalous. It could have simply stopped working on its own, or it was either accidentally or intentionally destroyed. Yeah, you just have to recharge the power crystal. There's one that's actually a nightlight. It's really fucking interesting, but I didn't put so, it on the list. This one I, I is kind of funny to me because it's one of those things that's like, oh, this thing was haunted, really? Supernatural. Yeah, what happened to it? Ran out of power. <laughs> fucking batteries died, dude. What the fuck? What is this, the Green Lantern Corps? We have to go fucking like recharge our shit? Do I need to go to an enchantment fucking table and redo incantations? What size soul gems do I need? Right? What the <laughs> fuck? And reading into this stuff, I finally understand how you feel with your your uh, Warhammer stuff where you're just like, I found lore. Oh, God, I'm falling. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, after we had our whole discussion last week and I went on the tangent of like listing off some of the uh, the gods and I totally fucked it up. I'm like, well, let's see. There's corn. There's Nurgle. There's Zinch. There's Slanesh. Fuck, I missed. I didn't say Slanesh. Fuck, man. I'm so stupid. And then I had to read a whole more bio on it. And then... You know, like I said, my buddy Collins, who's kind of lore, and I fell in another <laughs> deep hole. And then I said, fuck it. And let's, of course, not forget the high priest of corn, Jonathan Davis. <laughs> well played. <laughs> yeah. Well played. So now that we've got a little oh, bit of background. <laughs> now that we've got a little bit of background on the foundation, we're going to talk about some of the people that work for him. Okay. So you would have, these are all fairly self-explanatory for their... Um, the titles. Okay. So you have your containment specialist. Yep. Researchers, security and tactical response officers, field agents who I did read a little bit of a description. It seems like it'd be more like you're like kind of spy people going around collecting intel on the on the sly and shit. And then you've got a group that we could do another full episode on. If people like this episode, we can definitely do another one on just the mobile task forces. There is so much fucking lore for these mobile task forces. Okay, so we got bad motherfuckers. We got mobile task force. Mm -hmm. We have the containment crew. Yep. We have the historians and specialists. We have the research. What the fuck are we doing? Dealing with Hellboys like whole crew right now? Essentially, yes. Like, because we already talked about Jonathan Mayberry's whole, like, you know, certain. Echo team. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, a certain unit that we're probably not allowed to talk about. Bunny's still the best. Mm, I don't know. I like them all. I can't. Yeah, I can't pick. yeah right. <laughs> I just like because of Honey Boom Boom, his 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 shotgun. A twelve. Because I'm a, I'm a fan uh, of the A twelve, man. But holy shit, like I do got to get these power nerds some credit. Dude, this is fucking. These power deep. nerds have thought about all this stuff, and I feel like I'm gonna go in this deep hole when we get off the show. And the thing that's awesome is like we keep coming back to. This is not one dude coming up with this. This is a community where somebody just basically slipped him a note and said, hey, stay on this topic, like this kind of idea, and just go fucking nuts. 
Yeah, and it's like if it doesn't fit, then okay, the next person writes it's got to adjust it. Or, you know, you create your own serial number and then you do your own tangent. I, Fuck, I want to join this. I'm, I'm going to do one, I think, yeah. Yeah? What do you want to do? I don't know yet. I got to okay. think about it. I'm going to talk about it off air, folks. So then, then there's the... The O5 Council. Oh, Jesus. Which Nerd is, power cycle. <laughs> this is the group of 13 that oversees all operations of the foundation. 13, really? Yeah. That's and, an interesting number to pick. Yeah. You know. High Council of Nerd. These are the only people that have access to all the information on all of the SCPs, including that, which is considered too sensitive for lower ranking people like your researchers and stuff like that. It's like the high level of the Masons. It's like but, the uh, fucking th- Illuminati. Can we not talk about did that we, right now? Did I just see Scopeland across the road? No, I I, I did see a flicker, but uh, <laughs> if I fall backwards, yeah. If we hear a, fucking, it's because I had I had a butt itch and I didn't know what else to do, so I fell backwards. If you guys hear a bullet come whistling through the window, it wasn't us. So the largest number of employees uh, fall into what they call D class. These are your basic red shirts, like oh god. So these are often recruited from death row. They're homeless people. They're criminals or pretty much just any of the new people that they're like, well, we've got enough janitors. Wait, wait. Is this the unit that Jenkins would be a part of? Oh, dude, this is fucking Jenkins squad to a T. Oh, (laughs) call back to Jenkins. We've missed you, buddy. Where have you been? Shit, it's been like 20... Fuck, it's been like 50 episodes since we heard it. He went on vacation and uh, I actually got told that he was willing to come back on one condition. Hmm. I have to tell you about that off air, but he is happy to be back, and most importantly, he's not going to deal with people's bullshit anymore. See, I thought he got black bagged by the foundation or something. They're like, go feed fucking crocodile monsters or something. Dude, I'll tell you about what happened to him. He actually, we had a, we had a heart to heart talk. Anyway, continue. So yeah, these are the people that like, they're expendable. Yeah, they're the people that don't have names. They don't even, they don't even get a business card yeah. or a uh, a card to be able to go into the building. Where, where's my desk? Oh, buddy, let me tell you about your desk. You want to know where your desk is? Yeah, where is it? See that gravestone? Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. Grab Wait. a shovel on your way there. What? <laughs> so the Foundation have containment sites all over the world because, obviously, they're dealing with things all over the world. Okay. So now that we've got a little bit deeper of a background... I wanted to kind of give a couple examples of the different categories. Yep. So let's start off with our safe class. So item number, SC, and this is exactly how they're all written up. So okay. it's, it's item number, object class, special containment procedure, and then you get into a description. I love stuff like this because as an, even though I'm skeptic of a, like a lot of this crazy like random shit that we talk about. I love stuff that's done professionally and has like little case numbers and stuff like oh, that because yeah. it makes me feel like I'm doing real research. It makes you feel like you're reading a fucking police blotter. Oh, dude. It's great. Have you ever read, read actually like real police case forms? Oh, yeah. They're so much fun. Dude, court, uh, court papers are like, they're boring as fuck sometimes, but they're a lot of fun to read. Yeah, because you always find some of the craziest <laughs> shit in them. All right, I'm ready. So item number SCP-038. Okay. Object class safe. Special containment procedure. SCP-038 is to be watered twice per day via overhead mister. (laughs) Should the mister break for any reason, attendants should water SCP-038 by hand until the mister is fixed. So wait, okay, so we need to get the mister from every stereotypical grocery store. Yes. Okay, I'm on board. Lighting is provided by a computer-controlled lighting array. Attendants watering SCP-038 by hand and maintenance personnel fixing misters or lighting should wear hazmat suits to prevent accidental cloning. This sounds... <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Part of this sounds like when I used to... I mean, 
uh, when my friend used to grow marijuana in his <laughs> in their uh, parents' house when you had to have things on a certain time and yeah. certain amount of lighting. Not not me. Uh, I'm asking for a friend. Attendance should affix aluminum foil to all walls and ceiling. <laughs> no, dude, you're good. This is back in the early 2000s. No one paid attention to that shit. Well, no, it keeps the heat in. Helps them grow better. You don't want to overheat them. No. I'm also, you know, all my my weed growing experience comes from watching a Canadian TV show. So, yeah, we'll talk about that off air. So, description: SCP-038 was found on on an abandoned farm in location redacted New York. <laughs> redacted, I love it already. In year redacted. No way. I swear to Christ, dude, this is great. It's so much fun to read. It was for, at first, it was thought to be a common apple tree. However, upon closer inspection, it became apparent that SCP-038 was growing things other than apples. And in fact, marijuana. Other, th- other than fruit. Marijuana. <laughs> Somebody was on, on the marijuana when they, they wrote some of these. Dude, this sounds like the best it's way to do it. It's fucking great. I love this. SCP-038 has the ability to clone any object that touches its bark. Whoa. Objects begin growing almost instantaneously and reach maturity within a matter of minutes. A weight limit of 90.9 kg, 200 pounds, per object has been previously recorded. Objects that SCP-038 has thus far cloned include apples, oranges, watermelons, eggplants, candy bars, snack foods. See Addendum 1, by the way. <laughs> wait, wait, Fruits and candy bars? Yes, this is the best <laughs> fucking tree ever. Dude, I want it right now, man. I'm going to go put some Snickers near this shit. Televisions. Wait, what? Toasters. Laptops, keys, see addendum two, chairs, wine, DVD, CDs, see addendum three, cats, dogs, and people. Well, wait. So can we bring your laptop to this? Because I want a new laptop. Dude, I need a new laptop. We need to clone this bitch immediately. Why don't we go buy one? We'll bring it home, bring it to this tree, clone it, bring it back, and there we <laughs> this go. This one done work. Yeah, but then we got one that actually does work, and it's a clone. No, we give them the clone because usually the clones are fucked up. Yeah. You don't ever want to keep a clone animal And you person. never want to clone a clone because then they get all fucking weird. Yeah, dude. Have you ever seen Multiplicity with uh? I was going off the uh, the family guy thing. Oh. Where Stewie keeps cloning himself, and one of them is just like a pile of goo with a with overalls. Oh, I was going off of multi- the movie Multiplicity with, you know, um, Michael Keaton. Steve! I take the PJ <laughs> and I put it in my wallet. Okay. Uh, no. Enough of that. Human and animal clothing. Uh, clothing. Human <laughs> and animal clothing. Human and animal cloning through SCP-038 is not recommended, as they appear to age quickly. Makes sense. The majority of these clones live, on average, two weeks. Ooh, that sucks. After thorough examination of the deceased clones, it has been determined that they began to ferment before death. Oh, that's nasty. They're like plant people. Rotting apples. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense though. Because human this is- cider. <laughs> I'd, I'd take a sip on it I'd once. I'd try it. What the fuck? Yeah, dude. I'd eat a person. Object is a people. Curr- object is currently held on Site 23, and there are currently no plans to move it. Hmm. Addendum 1. Dr. Klein has requested that personnel discontinue the cloning of items from the vending machine. <laughs> Addendum 2. Dr. Cl- uh, Dr. Klein has requested that personnel discontinue the cloning of personal items. Like tampoons. <laughs> Addendum 3. Dr. Klein has re- has requested that personnel discontinue the cloning of movies and music. What the fuck, Dr. Goddamn Klein? Goddamn pirates. Dude, Dr. Klein is an asshole. He's a punk, dude. Fuck this guy. Doctor, uh, Addendum 4. 
Dr. Klein has requested that personnel discontinue the cloning of cans of Miller, Budweiser, and Foster's. Dr. Klein has furthermore expressed customary disapproval of the quality of such cloned items. You know what? Dr. <laughs> Klein can kiss his ass. So basically, he's like, don't clone beer because it doesn't taste as good. Now, what if... Hear me out here. Okay, I'm ready. What if you're cloning hard cider? It should taste fine. Right? You th- it's a fucking apple tree. Well, what about like hard liquor? I don't know. You didn't say anything about hard liquor. Maybe we can clone hard liquor. Yeah, fuck you, Dr. Clown. We got this. What a prick telling us that we can't do what we want to clone. So there's a couple of documents attached for it as well. Okay. Document 338-1. I would like to remind all personnel that SCP-038 is not, I repeat, not a toy. It should not be used for cloning car keys, movies, music, or other items from the vending machines. If this behavior continues, I will force the limited access to SCP-038. Oh, so only certain level rank can do it? Yeah, or people that aren't fucking dumbasses. Well, here's the thing. Just do it when Dr. Klein's going to the shitter. Right? He's getting up and going or whatever, or better yet, just don't tell him what you're cloning. (laughs) Say, oh, what are you doing? I just need to extract a leaf because I need to check out its DNA profile for further analysis and other big technical words. And then walk in there and be like, here's $20. Clone, got another 40 All you got to do is have a clipboard. You go into a facility with a clipboard, people do not question you. Yeah, and what you could do I've is... I've done this before. <laughs> and also get one of those metal clipboards that, you know, fold oh, down yeah. and you have the little clipper things. Then you can hide what you really were going to clone on the right? inside of that bitch. Fucking put your Tootsie Rolls in there. Throw them at the tree. Oh, dude. Document... Uh, docu- uh, no, I'm just thinking about some Tootsie Rolls right now. Sorry. <laughs> Document 338-2. Okay. It has been noted that SCP-038 is able to clone SCP-500. However, such pills only work 30% of the time. With chance of this of successful healing dropping as the uh, as time since clone increases. Dude, this dude needs to learn how to write. In, that was that was me not knowing how to read. <laughs> well, we've already established that. In sixty percent of the cases where the infection is permanent, symptoms of infection remain th- uh, through further in- uh, remain until further infection is neutralized. So. I did have to look into a little bit real quick. SCP-500 is basically a little red, a little red pill that can clone. I don't remember the. I, I'm sorry, can cure. I can't remember the number of it, but it's essentially the zombie outbreak. And there's only like six of these pills in the bottle left. Oh, so it's one of those things. People already took some, and we don't know how we're going to make more. Right. I got it. Yeah, and, and you, it, you know, it's it kind of sucks. A, but... It's coming from a noble place. Why they're trying to clone it? You know. Well, yeah, dude. Because you know, it will happen. Yeah. So do we want to take our quick break right here, and then we'll come back with our two two big guys? Yeah, I think I need a beer for this. We'll take a break real quick. The Dark Windows Podcast is brought to you by The Great Courses Plus. The Great Courses Plus is a subscription video on-demand service with thousands of in-depth videos taught by some of the world's greatest professors. You'll always have something fascinating to learn about on there. With categories ranging from history to travel and everything in between, there's something for everyone. The courses I'm personally looking forward to the most are the 36-part series on the Vikings and a 24-part series called The Agency, A History of the CIA. If you go over to ageofradio.org forward slash darkwindows, there's an offer to get The Great Courses Plus free for 14 days. Stay ahead in life. Start your access today with 11,000 plus video and audio lectures on a variety of topics. Now, let's get back to the show. 
All right, we're back. Woo! Thank so, you, guys. So let's move on to. Um, I think we're we're gonna head to uh, Euclid, uh, Euclid next. For, oh, we're uh, gonna go for some heavy hitters. Yeah, this one's interesting. Oh God! I found this one specifically, and I was like, "This is fucking amazing," because it kind of shows you the there's a sense of humor to some of this stuff. Well, already we've established that with the trees, and fuck you, Doctor Klein, <laughs> asshole. Dude, I know I know a professor with the last name Klein. He was a prick when I was in college. <laughs> fuck that guy. Anyway, same guy. Probably he was a fucking ball busting asshole that never liked to have fun. Item number SCP two nine four. Okay. Object class Euclid. Special containment procedures. There are no standard special containment procedures on file for item SCP two nine four. However, only personnel of security clearance level two or higher are allowed to interact with it. See document SCP two nine four A. SCP two nine four is currently being stored in the second floor personnel break room. It is moderated, I'm sorry, it is monitored by two guards of security clearance level three at all times. Okay. Description. Item SCP-294 appears to be a standard coffee vending machine. The only noticeable difference being an entry touchpad with buttons corresponding to an English QWERTY keyboard. Upon depositing 50 cents U.S. currency into the coin slot... The user is prompted to enter the name of any liquid using the touchpad. So if you wanted like tea, coffee, yep. monster energy, or I should say energy drinks, yeah. semen. Yeah. Wait, what? I did that as a joke. <laughs> Upon doing so, a standard 12-ounce paper cup is placed and the liquid uh, indicated as poured. 97 initial test runs were performed, including re- uh, requests for coffee, water, beer, and soda. Non-consumable liquids. I love how beer is always a part of this. If I was working for these guys, I'd need some fucking beer. Yeah, because you see some shit. <laughs> it, it almost reminds me of the uh, the facility from uh, Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, dude. That was such a great <laughs> movie. Like awesome movie. I fucking loved it. Are you serious right now? Because he wanted the merman, and then he dies due to a merman. Dude, and the stoner's the only one that lived. Well, yeah, because we'd always <laughs> counteract that shit. And this is the reason. Nope, I'm not going to not do that PSA. <laughs> So non-consumable liquids such as sulfuric acid, wiper fluid, and motor oil as well. Wiper uh, fluid? Yeah. As well as substances that don't usually exist in liquid state such as nitrogen, iron, and glass have all been dispensed from this machine. You know there is one like smart-ass motherfucker that's like coffee and semen. Ooh. And then also like. It's like creamer, but thick. Hey, hey, Kev, (laughs) I got you a drink. I know how you like cream in your coffee. Uh. Why does this taste salty? <laughs> Test runs with solid materials such as diamonds have failed, however. So, okay. As it appears that SCP-294 can only deliver subs- substances that can exist in a liquid state, as it would be for a coffee maker. Understandable. It is of note that after approximately 50 uses, the machine would not respond to further requests. Fuck you! After a period of approximately 90 minutes, the machine uh, seemed to have restocked itself. <laughs> How does said machine restock itself? It's magic. It's also oh, okay. It's also interesting to note that many caustic liquids that have been eaten through a normal paper that hold on. Yeah, no problem. It's also interesting to note that many caustic liquids that would have eaten through a normal paper cup seem to have no effect on the cups dispensed by the machine. So, for instance, the acid that you alluded to earlier 
would not affect the machine at all, it, just the paper cup. Nope, it doesn't even affect the cup, as long as you're using the cup that came out of the machine. Oh, okay, so if you brought your own, then okay, all yeah. bets are off. Fascinating. <laughs> Testing is ongoing. Uh, as suggested, SCP-294 was moved to the second floor personnel break room as a money-saving venture. Following uh, incident two, uh, following incident 294-01, Uh-oh. guards were stationed at the item and a security clearance became necessary to interact with it. Document SCP-294-A regarding incident 24, uh, 294-1. On August 21st, 2005, Agent Joseph Blank... Uh, I'm sorry. Agent Joseph Redacted... Attempted to use the uh, to use item SCP-294 to obtain coffee during his allotted break from nine uh, at 9:30 a.m. Okay. At the request of Agent Redacted to see what it would do, Redacted requested a cup of Joe. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Moments after confirming the selection, Agent Joseph Redacted began to sweat profusely and complained of dizziness before collapsing. After moving the unconscious agent to the infirmary. The medical team recovered the contents of the cup dispensed by SCP-294. A combination of blood, tissue, and other bodily fluids <laughs> were found in the cup. No way! Testing revealed the DNA sequence of the biological material dispensed by SCP-294 matched that of Agent Redacted. This kind of reminds me of that scene in the movie with Charlie Sheen, um, Hot Shots, where he's getting a blood transfusion and the other guy starts draining yeah. and starts becoming... <laughs> Just a flesh bag? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, God, that's yeah. horrible. What a way to go. Agent Redacted made a complete recovery after four weeks of rest and inter, uh, intervenous hi- uh, hydration. Intervenous. Ex- mm, not interpenis. Yeah. Yikes. No, I was actually like saying inter... <laughs> ugh, that means... Oh, wow. X-rays and CAT scans showed no further sign of injury, and Redacted was released. Well, both, that's good. Both agents were reprimanded. Additional, uh, how was Joe reprimanded for this when it wasn't even his fault? <laughs> just how dare you have a name? By association. Yeah, have your how dare you have a name that's also synonymous <laughs> with coffee? Fucking prick. Addendum SCP. Probably that fucking Dr. Klein again. Probably. He seems like a dick, dude. He is an asshole. Addendum, <laughs> Addendum SCP 294F. After reviewing documentation on SCP-294, Redacted suggests testing SCP-294's ability to, quote, retrieve specific list liquids from a distance. Addendum SCP-294-H. With the overseeing of O5, data expunged, a cup of SCP-075's, quote, secretion was used as input. Secretions. The, right? <sighs> The product was proven to be the requested liquid, and the cup was able to successfully contain the material. However, the report uh, for incident 075-07 was acknowledged two hours after the test. A containment procedure breach had occurred exactly the same time this test was taking place. Waking SCP-075 to its active stage. So... Do you want me to go through another addendum on it, or just go to the next one? Let's go to the next one, because okay. we can always come back. Yeah. Because I'm not going to lie, if we keep talking about this coffee machine, I'm not going to like look at my Keurig ever again. Dude, there's a fuckload of addendums for this one, too. There's well, like shitloads. Well, yeah, dude. Like, Let's be honest. Who wouldn't want to fuck with a coffee machine and see what other cool shit? <laughs> can I get a slush puppy? Blue. And all of a sudden, I get like a puppy that's been minced meat. You know. I want a peanut butter slush puppy. Okay. <laughs> It's a puppy that's it's been It's just minced. chunks of ice with peanut butter in it, bitch. Enjoy. Yay! I would enjoy that. 
Now, what if you'd use those two together? Be like, okay, well, I'm going to take this. I'm, I'm going to get a, a beer out of here. I'm going to wait till Dr. Klein's like whacking it or something. I'm going to go clone my beer and I'm going to get fucking hammered, like Stone Cold style drunk at work. Yeah, and then we already talked about it. if you wait like a little while, it starts to ferment and get much stronger. Right. So, item SCP 049 is probably my favorite one that i've looked into so far okay this is so fucking cool object class is euclid special containment procedure scp-049 is contained with uh, within a standard secure humanoid containment cell in research sector o2 at site 19 scp-049 must be sedated before any attempts are made to transport it during what? transport yeah during transport, SCP-049 must be secured with a Class Three humanoid restriction harness, including a locking collar and extension restraints. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The, the, this individual is on complete shutdown? Yeah. Like the the, like pull the, the detention chair? Plug. Yeah, like pull the plug, put him on a bed. and. Well, no, I'm like thinking like the detention chair in like most prisons when someone's spitting and throwing a, like a hissy fit, whatever, they lock him into place and yep. then they even put a ball gag pretty much on them. Yeah, but also... Basically, chemically rendered unconscious to transport it. Oh, God. This is like Mutant X. There's a reference uh, for some people. <laughs> it must be monitored by no fewer than two armed guards. Whoa. While SCP-049 is generally cooperative with most Foundation personnel, outbursts of sudden ch- uh, outbursts or sudden changes in behavior are to be met with elevated force. Under no circumstances should any personnel come into direct contact with SCP-049 during these outbursts. What? (laughs) Yeah. What is going... What? (laughs) Hold on. It gets better. In the event that SCP-049 becomes aggressive, the application of lavender has been shown to... Uh, to produce a calming effect on the entity. Well, dude, lavender calms everybody down. Lavender's fucking excellent. Dude, I have a lavender, like, bath soak, you know, like something. And Epsom salt makes you feel all nice uh, and calm and relaxed. It's like sleepy time tea for your feet. Yeah. So nice. Once calmed, SCP-049 generally becomes compliant and will return to containment with little resistance. In order to facilitate the ongoing containment of SCP-049... The entity is to be provided with the corpse of a recently deceased animal, typically a bovine or other large mammal, once every two weeks for study. Corpses that become instances of SCP-049-2 are to be removed from SCP-049's containment cell and incinerated. Uh, Does it eat it or does it (laughs) fuck it? You're going to get into it, aren't you? Yes, I am. Oh, God. SCP-049 is no longer uh, permitted to interact with human subjects, and the requests for human subjects are to be denied. Interesting. Kind of makes me wonder what it does with the bovines and what it... And here's where we get into people being able to edit stuff. Temporary containment procedure update. Per containment committee order... I'm not even going to read that number because it's gibberish. SCP-049... To be honest, but all this is gibberish. (laughs) SCP-049 is no longer permitted to interact directly with any members of the Foundation staff, nor is it to be provided with any additional corpses to be used in its surgeries. This order shall persist indefinitely until such a consensus regarding the ongoing containment of SCP-049 can be reached. Um, okay. You ready to get into the description? <sighs> I wish I had another beer. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> 
SCP-049 is a humanoid entity, roughly 1.9 meters in height. So that would be, what, six and a half feet? Yeah, I think Somewhere so. In there? I don't math. I, I'm not a metrics person. Yeah, dude. I'm not an anything person. <laughs> the en- the entity bears the appearance of a medieval plague doctor. Wait, with the uh, the long snout? The bird mask and the hat and the jacket. That would make sense with lavender because yeah. lavender was used to cover up the smell. Yeah, they put him down in the beak. Yeah, and the, and the beak knows because, for instance, in the uh, Prevelli Island in Italy, mm-hmm. when they would send all the disease over there, the doctores would go over there and they would have, uh, they would let them know the doctors are coming to investigate them, but they would have that long beak nose and lavender would be up there. So in that way, instead of smelling the putrid rot and decay of the island and everything going on, they could breathe in through their nose yep. and smell that. That's the reason why those fucking masks are terrifying for everybody. If I'm not mistaken, I think they would put charcoal in there too, which worked like a medieval uh, gas mask. Like yep. it would they would also all that nasty shit um, out. they would put that in. A lot of times, they would have a handkerchief go over their face mm-hmm. and then do the charcoal over the other one. Yep. So they'd have three layers. So you have handkerchief, ground up charcoal, which would typically be wood, and then the other one. So they wouldn't get that in their mouth. So, but they would have that too. Yeah. Dude, that's fucking crazy. Well, SCP-049 appears to be wearing the thick robes and the ceramic mask indicative of the profession. The garments instead seem to have grown out of SCP-049's body over time. Dude, this is some, like, evil demon kind of Nurgle shit. They they are nearly indistinguishable from whatever uh, form is beneath them. X-rays indicate that despite this, SCP-049... Does does have a human uh, humanoid skeletal structure beneath the outer layer? SCP-049 is capable of speech in a variety of languages, though tends to prefer English or medieval French. Interesting. I wonder why. I, f- I, I think just because of uh, the plague, because that's where it was oh, really bad. Was like England, France. The, yeah, you know. during that whole yeah yeah. Oh my. Okay. While SCP-049 is generally cordial and cooperative cooperative with Foundation staff, it can become extremely irritated at times, uh, outright aggressive if it feels that it is in the presence of what it calls, quote, the pestilence. Although the exact nature of the pestilence is currently unknown to Foundation researchers, it does seem to be an issue of immense concern to SCP-049. I'm not going to lie, dude. If I saw, I feel like this is something from like Bloodborne or something of like. That's where I went to. Like video game lore, specifically like, dude, fuck you, Bloodborne. That's one of the few games that actually got me angry, not want to play anything ever in my life. I broke an Xbox One controller playing Dark Souls. Yeah, I borrowed your Dark Souls copy when you had the PlayStation version yeah. of it, and I would have broke it, but you told me, no, I'm going to trade it in. So I was like, no. Nope. Yeah. I, I literally broke a controller in half. But, dude, this pissed. is like. They really thought this through. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying, man. These people are fucking great. SCP-049 will become hostile with individuals if uh, it sees as being affected by the pestilence, often having to be restrained should it encounter such. If left unchecked, SCP-049 will generally attempt to kill any such individuals. SCP-049 is capable of causing all biological functions of an organism to cease through direct skin contact. So, if you have any form of disease, whatever it may be, it will come after you and want to eliminate you. And all it has to do is touch you, and it can just turn the lights off. You're done. Some Grim Reaper shit. Yeah. So, I know. Could you imagine? You think you're the picturesque of health, and you're like, I'm healthy, I'm this, I'm doing great. And all of a sudden, you'd be like, oh, hey, how's it going? 
long name. <laughs> and then a few seconds later, it's like, uh, well, um, hi. And he's like right <laughs> close in your face. And he's like, I need to eliminate you. It's it's still currently unknown. Sorry. No, 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 no worries. I'm probably. It's still currently unknown, and the autopsies of SCP-049's victims have invariably been inconclusive. 049 has expressed frustration or remorse after these killings, indicating that uh, they have done little to kill, quote, the pestilence again. I... Th- uh, yeah. Uh, Though he'll he will usually seek uh, to then perform a crude surgery on the corpse using the implements contained within a black doctor's bag he carries on his person at all times. So he's kind of doing an autopsy in a sense. Yeah. Well, fascinating. While these surgeries are not always successful, they often result in the creation of instances of SCP-049-2. SCP-049-2 instances are reanimated corpses that have been oper- uh, have been operated on by 049. These instances do not seem to retain any of their prior memories or mental functions, having only basic motor skills and the resp- and response mechanisms. So essentially, he can kill you and bring you back to life. But as a ghoul or a zombie, yeah. not as a real Yeah. Huh. Some real, uh, like, Herbert West shit. Some reanimator stuff going on here. Oh, such a great movie. Good story, too, actually. While these instances are generally inactive, moving very little, and in a generally ambulatory fashion, they can become extremely aggressive if provoked or if directed to by 049. 049-2 instances express active biological functions, though uh, these are vastly different from currently understood human uh, physiology. Despite these alterations, SCP-049 often remarks that the subjects have been cured. So yeah, the, okay. The pestilence is human life. That's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, okay, you cured him, all right. And then it's like you eliminated somebody and then did surgery on him. Quote, unquote, surgery. So addendum 049.1, discovery. SCP-049 was discovered during the investigation of a series of unknown disappearances in the town of Montauban in, south, uh, in southern France. During a raid on a local home, uh, investigators found several instances of SCP-049-2, as well as 049 himself. While law enforcement personnel engaged the hostile uh, 049-2 instances, SCP-049 was noted as watching the engagement and taking notes in a journal. Okay, so he's a watcher. Yeah. After all of the instances of... of, What? I was waiting for you to finish that noise. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't help but I had to do something. After all the instances of 049-2 uh, were dispatched, 049 willingly entered Foundation custody. So wait, he just walked up and was like, hey, what's up, guys? He's you want to like, take me? Cool. Yeah, fuck it. Let's do this. Hey, man, sometimes, you know, if you know shit's going to go south or whatever, and you know they're going to take care of you and have a little bit of fun, why not? So you ready for our final one? Uh, you ready for a Keter class? Oh, I'm sorry. We have two left. We're, we're the next two are both Keter. Are you ready? Oh wait, wait. So the ones we had were good, mm-hmm. but easy to maintain. Now we're getting ones that, if things aren't handled correctly, the world could potentially come to an end. Yeah, and it takes everybody, not just red shirts. Yeah. All right, let's hit it. So item number SCP six eight two. Oh God. Object class Keter. Special containment procedures. 
You're going to fucking love this. All right, ready. SCP-682 must be destroyed as soon as possible. So he's at large, or it's at large, I should say. Yeah, no, no, he's contained. But why? Okay, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll keep my, I'll keep it in check. I'm ready. At this time, no means available to SCP teams are capable of destroying 682. Oh, okay. Only able to cause, uh, they're only able to cause a massive amount of physical damage. 682 should be contained within a five meter by five meter by five meter chamber. With 25 centimeter reinforced acid resistant steel plating, uh, steel plating lining all inside surfaces. The containment chamber should be filled with hydrochloric acid until 682 is submerged and incapacitated. Any attempts of 682 to move, speak, or breach containment should be uh, reacted to quickly with full force as called for by the circumstances. So he. This one's a heavy hitter. Like this is said a, creature needs to be destroyed. Yes. However, we need to be five meter by five meter by five meter, mm-hmm. like containment unit with acid proof walls and floors and everything else. Yep. And all we have is right now is acid. Yep. They know the hydrochloric acid kind of like keeps it detained or keeps it yeah. weakened. Yeah. Holy shit, man. This sounds like something that is straight up horror of like, you can't kill it. We got a hold of it somehow, but we need to have a constant source of acid. It's like in the 40K world where in order to maintain, like capture certain demons, the Grey Knights need to sacrifice multiple psychers in order to, you know, keep praying and keeping it in check inside of this one vessel. Yeah. It, it, you can't laugh at me about my no, shit. Cause no, this, dude, I'm, I'm, but it's like, that's it's what it feels like. Similar. It feels like that they have to make these certain sacrifices I'll uh, keep dousing in acid. Mm -hmm. They have to make sure that all this is done because if not, it can break out at any time. Yeah. Sounds like Cherubiel. God bless you. (laughs) Uh, If you're in the 40K world, you know what that means. Uh, Personnel are forbidden to speak with 682 for fear of provoking a rage state. All unauthorized personnel attempting to (laughs) communicate with 682 will be restrained and removed by force. What's up, motherfucker? (laughs) Yeah, so you like, you walk past this thing and be like, hey, they're going to fucking beat you to, like, beat you to death and take you out of the building. Come to find out all he wants is a friend, or otherwise he's like, oh, maybe he's like the juggernaut ghost in 13 13 ghosts. The juggernaut one where he just wanted to kill and destroy everything. Like, all the rest of them had some sort of... Like calm quality, where the juggernaut just wanted to kill everything. He's a big, tall guy. Yeah, right, right pew, wrong church. Yeah, wouldn't. Uh, I don't nope. get it. All right, we'll <laughs> leave it alone. So, uh, due to its frequent attempts at containment breach, difficulty of containment and incapacitation, and high threat of Foundation exp- uh, exposure, SCP-682 is to be contained in site redacted. The Foundation will use the best of its resources to maintain all land within 50 kilometers clear of human development. Yeah, you don't want the. Sounds like you don't want this thing anywhere near humans. No, because if it does break out, you got to make sure you get your acid guns rolling. Right, it's like fucking alien. You got to have like crazy like specialty weapons to kill this thing. Dude, it's kind of like uh, um Chernobyl. Like you can't be within a certain. Yep. Oh, that, yeah. No, I'm I'm with you there. That no, makes I was sense. like thinking. I'm like, what if this is a Chernobyl beast? Like in some way, shape, or form, came about it because can't be anywhere near him. The only way to, he's full of radiation, so you want to make sure you keep something going on him. And if you got acid, acid normally slows things down. Yeah, shit, I kill Fuck. stuff. That's crazy. So the description. 
SCP-682 is a large, vaguely reptile-like creature of unknown origin. It appears to be extremely intelligent and was observed in uh, an obs- and was observed to engage in complex communication with SCP-079 during their limited time of exposure. 682 appears to have a hatred of all life, which has been expressed in several interviews during containment. So they've actually taken the time to interview said creature. Yep. It's a all the pictures that people <sighs> show of it, it's like it looks like a giant like essentially like a giant like intergalactic crocodile almost. Really fucking bizarre looking, but Sounds like a Tyranid. Yeah. Okay. Like a weird, like, insectoid thing, you know, from Starship Troopers. Yeah. Hates everything, wants to kill everything, and, like, just sees human race as just a... Is it, it's food. Yeah, as, like, you know, nourishment, or not even that, just a waste of time. So it wants to eliminate everything. 682 has always been has always been observed to have extremely high strength, speed, and reflexes, though exact levels vary uh, within its form. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help it. No problem. 682's physical body grows and changes very quickly, growing or decreasing in size as it consumes and sheds material. So, again. It sheds. A little Wendigo-like where like it grows as it eats, you know? Yeah, like a Tyranid. The more it eats, the more it grows. 682 gains energy from everything it ingests Organic or inorganic. Oh. Digestion seems to be aided by a set of filtering gills inside 682's nostrils, which are able to remove uh, usable matter from any liquid solution, mm. enabling it to consistently regenerate from the acid that it's contained in. Mm. So basically, the acid that it's under, if it breathes it in, it can still find something in there to consume. Dude, this is like a parasite. Yeah. It, it's fucking really wild. Like, this one's... Like I don't said, want this one. Uh, 682's regenerative, regenerative... Wow. Regenerative. Yeah. 682's regenerative capabilities and resilience uh, are staggering. 682 has been seen moving and speaking with its body 87% destroyed or rotted. Oh, man. What would be left? Like, well, 87%. Yeah, but... Dude, what the this fuck? This is fucking strange. Yeah, man, this is beyond strange, man. This is terrifying if this was a real thing. In case of containment breach, uh, SCP-682 is to be tracked and recaptured by all available mobile task forces. Well, yeah. And no teams with fewer than seven members are cleared to engage it. So you have to have at least seven uh, seven people in your task force to even try to go after this thing. Yeah, it's it, that dangerous. Well, yeah. Think about it. if you and I went after, it, dude, we're no superheroes. We're not going to survive no, this story. That. We're red shirts. <laughs> to date, redacted attempts have been uh, attempted breaches have numbered seventeen, while success, uh, successful breaches have numbered at six. So, so it's successfully escaped uh, capture six times and it's been recaptured. It's like the Ric Flair of fucking SCPs. It's like, yeah, I'm going to say I'm a 16-time champion, bitch. That means I've lost at 15. <laughs> Dude, that's that's kind of <sighs> scary that this thing's gotten loose a couple times. And I still like that I'm talking about it like it's real. Right? So here's our last one okay. uh, for this episode, at least. Yeah, because we're definitely doing this again. I, I, I absolutely fucking love yeah, this. this. I'm not going to lie. I was, ready, I was ready to shit all over this. I'm like, no, this is a lot of <laughs> right? fun. There's so many. There's so fucking many to choose from. And a lot of, like, some of them are goofy as fuck. There's, like, a teddy bear. 
No, man. Teddy Ruxpins were scary shit. No, he's just like this cute little teddy bear, and he'll come up and like hug your legs, and then the next time you see him, he has an exact copy of himself made from whatever the last material was that he touched. So one instance, like somebody bent down and hugged him, and he like touched their ear, and the next time he saw him, they had another little teddy bear made out of fucking human ears. <laughs> There's some really neat shit. There's a fucking nightlight for Christ's sakes. Okay, let's get let's keep going on this one. Then we'll come. We'll do this other stuff another time. Okay. Item number SCP six one zero. Unless if you join the Patreon, then you know you can request episodes. Oh, Just saying. Yeah, and if anybody requests another one of these, I am all the fuck over it. Dude, me too. <laughs> okay, let's go. Okay. I'm ready. Object class Keter. Special containment procedures. Due to the vast area of infection SCP-610 covers, contamination, uh, containment is impossible. Isolation of the area has proved far more effective and permission has been granted by the Russian government to establish a perimeter to keep people out of these areas under the guise of military operations. Chernobyl. Kind of, yeah, that's where I kind of thought too with this one. <laughs> Should any organism display traits consistent with 610 be sighted near this uh, near this perimeter then the established protocol requires it to be engaged at range with small arms until uh, until immobile until immobile then dispatched using incendiary weapons and munitions from a great as great a distance as possible okay any living thing coming in physical contact with an organism infected with 610 is considered expendable it is to be immediately terminated and incinerated it sounds some like Xenomorph shit. Yeah, again, yeah. Uh, you you get it's fucking like face hugger shit. You yeah, know, dude. you get too close and you're toast. Yeah. Any person, uh, any persons coming within three meters of six one zero infected life uh, are to be immediately w- uh, withdrawn from the area, be isolated from the rest of their team, and subjected to medical examination using only remote techniques to determine if infection has occurred. And appropriate steps taken based on that uh, on that determination are to follow. At present, the known infection vectors for six one zero spread uh, for six one zero's spread seem to be focused on physical contact. Drone movements within heavily infected areas have returned air samples containing minute particles, which uh, which, when exposed to organic compounds, will, will result in the spread of six one zero. The result of these uh, particular tests have revealed that most required several days to manifest, if at all, with the exception of direct contact with exposed lung and liver tissue. So basically, if you come into contact with it, like through like airborne wise, Mm -hmm. it might not affect you. But if it touches you, it is 100 percent infectious. So if it's airborne and gets you, is there a certain genetic code that is immune to this? No. Nope, or is it just random? It's random. It's kind of, it just, it's. I ain't going to let it touch yeah. me. I'm just curious. No, like, like if you breathe Asking it, for a friend. Yeah. I mean, if you breathe it in, you might get it. You might not get it. It could all depend on like your immune system too. Hey, hey Kev. Sniff. Sniff. <laughs> smells Sniff. like farts. <sighs> Imagine bringing that thing to the cloning tree. Fuck, dude. You destroy the world. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess that's why we know what level it's at. These particular tests show a rapid rate of, gro- of growth, which requires incineration of the testing environment no more than 24 hours after initial exposure within, uh, with even a two-hour mishap compromised facility event. 
Given that this kind of rapid growth only occurs in organic material existing outside the human body, this form of, of infection is currently considered a minor concern. Minor concern? So, like, the airborne is only considered minor. Still, though, man, I'd right. still be want to be, like, representing, like, a gas mask or some sort of respirator or even one of those, like, dumbass little paper things that go over your face. You know what I want to wear when I'm near this thing? Huh. I don't want to be near this thing. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know what I want to wear when I'm near this thing? Hmm. Hazmat suit. <laughs> These peculiar... Even uh, when I'm in, like, the fit within the 50 meters of it, I still want to wear a hazmat yeah, suit. Yeah, hazmat fucking bomb suit. Yeah, what the hell are you wearing that for? Uh, you don't want to know what's around the corner. What's around the corner? You don't want to know what's I, around I the want, corner. I want my suit to be covered with, with like, broomsticks so I can just, like, kind of, like, move around through it and they can't touch me. No, fuck that, man. I just want to have, like, that and then just tasers. Get away from me. <laughs> Flamethrowers. Yeah. These peculiarities have given rise to a series of questions regarding the possible origin of the infection in uh, conjunction with failed data expunged. Oh, okay. <laughs> Containment protocol. What the fuck? Sorry. No Start problem. over. Containment protocol <clears throat> remains at a scorched earth policy at this time and no concern uh, for transmission via water or air at infected perimeters should... Oh. At, infect, at, at infection parameters exist bearing situational change in the field so if this thing you get infected you are 100 percent planetary exterminatus yeah yeah this this can destroy Let's be the, world. the 40k world in description oh god initial reports of <clears throat> initial reports of scp610 come directly from the russian government through undisclosable channels these reports consist primarily of disappearances of farmers in the region and were not considered until uh, and were not considered until the local police, followed by the regional police, and finally a government uh, government dispatched agency, all failed to report within a seventy two hour period. So the local police went in to check it out, never came back. Yeah, regional police like so basically they state probably police, touched it. Yeah, like state police would go and check it out. Nothing. Feds going to check it out. They don't come back either. So now we're starting to get worried because these fuckers are all disappearing. Yeah, dude. A small military contingent was dispatched to the area and quickly withdrew, at which point the foundation was contacted to investigate. The area SCP-610 affects is close to a place that we've been to on this show already, Lake hmm. Baikal in southern Siberia. We went there for our... Uh, um, I talked about the underwater Russian things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, areas of known infection are marked on a map provided to us and there's actually a link to the map. Containment per, uh, containment parameters are marked in. Um, ooh. <laughs> containment perimeters are marked in blue surrounding these infection areas, and as uh, as of present, no further locations have been identified. So as of right now, they've got this whole thing situated in one spot, and it hasn't spread. Well, that's good. At least they have that contained. And seriously, this sounds like a Chernobyl event. Yeah. Like, yeah. even down to, like, the disease and the pestilence and, like, how it can rot your skin and... Ugh. Incursions into the perimeter must be reported prior to conducting, confirmed during exploration, and debriefed on immediate following return. SCP-610 uh, appears to be a contagious skin disease at first with symptoms including rash, itching, and increased skin sensitivity. Within three hours, the disease will cause blemishes resembling heavy scar tissue to form on the chest and arms, spreading to the legs and back within, a, within an additional hour, uh, consuming the victim completely within five hours. Chernobyl. 
exposure to high temperature vastly decreases the time of the, for the contagion to spread, and completely and complete infections have been recorded occurring in as little as five minutes. Whoa, that's fast acting. So being cold where it is seems to help it spread faster, which is usually the reverse the opposite side of, of diseases, right? Yeah. After the completion of the inf- uh, of the infection occurs, the victim's life functions will cease for approximately three minutes, after which time they will restart at two to three times their activity rate of a normal human being. So they die and then come back. Oh, dude, reanimated. Nope, nope, nope. Following this, the scar tissue on the victims will start to move on its own uh, on its own accord and grow at a rapid rate. So I picture this looking like carnage. Yeah, you got this symbiosis yeah. going with a symbiote. and mm. Normal human features start to disappear at this point under the, uh, under the infection, and the path of mutation appears to be largely random. Subjects observed in this stage of infection have been recorded as growing three or more limbs of a type, uh, of a type such as arms or legs. The head may become misshapen and elongated or widen out. You know what this reminds me of? What's that? Of uh, Dead Space, the creatures up in yeah! in that son of a bitch dude. Where they yeah. fucking go the random appendage and all this other shit. That's like a Dead Space creature. Absolutely. Fucking take never, off its limb, man. I never thought of that. That's a good analogy for that, <laughs> dude. Fuck that, that game. That game scared the shit out of me. Right. I want to play it again because I never actually beat it because I fucked over my uh, all the. You know how you have the resource management of like what you need? Uh, I just kept buying, making cooler suits and cooler suits. And when it got to the end, when I had to fight at the boss, all I had was my uh, Lancer pistol oh, and no. nothing else. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm fucked. You can't oh. beat that thing with 14 rounds. And no. there's legitimately no way to beat it with only 14 rounds. No. Other parts of the subject may split open from which additional branches of flesh will grow out. Ew. The duration of this stage of infection is unknown. And not all subjects appear to pro, uh, to progress to the later stages. Under unknown conditions, an infection uh, an infected individual will cease moving and, pl- and place itself in a location it deems suitable, where it roots itself. The fleshy growth of the on the victim will then begin to spread itself across all surrounding objects and consume them. Such objects do not spread the infection as living creatures do, however. And the effect of prolonged contact with these objects is recorded uh, is recorded later in this document. So, like, say if your phone was one of those ones that would take the infection because you always carry it with you. Right. If someone else touched your phone or you touched the phone, it would increase the amount of infection. I'm, I'm thinking that what it means is, like, say we're to grab our microphone stand and hold it. Mm-hmm. It would just go. And, like, the infection would spread across it and it would become part of it. That's like fucking Nurgle. Yeah, it's fucking gross, dude. It's like... um. I don't like this game. Um, oh, oh, fuck. What was that movie? Son of a bitch. I can't remember now. They did a joke of it in South Park where he kept, like, he grabbed the fucking, the Trapper Keeper. Oh, Akira. Akira, uh, in the movie Akira, uh, the one of the main kids in there got, like, this weird symbiosis, like, disease thing. And he started melding with technology and all this information. That's what that was based off of. Oh, okay. And by the end of it, uh, Akira's buddy... Like, no joke was, like, absorbing machines, like, bikes, cars, technology, this, that, and everything, people. Dude, we should watch that. Katamari. Wow. <laughs> Didn't expect me to pull that one out, did you? <laughs> golf well, high five. Low slow five, buddy. Yeah, dude, like a golf. 
A golf clap. It is, it, it is assumed that this behavior is to create an area hospitable to continue growth of other infected. Observation of life of observation of life by S, uh, SCP-610 by staff is impossible. These inf- uh, those infected with the disease immediately seek out aid as natural human impulses uh, resulting in uh, unintended infection. Okay. So obviously, like, you get an infection, you're like, I fucking need help. And you, you know. Yeah, don't ignore it. These, uh. It's like, if you have an injury, don't ignore that shit, because you never know what's behind this, like, underneath the scenes, or you know what I mean? Yeah. Behind the, the injury or whatever. Those infected pass the scar tissue phase actively and aggressively, uh, attempted to infect anyone approaching them within an unidentified, uh, undefined area. So, so again, if you're trying to help it, they're going to be like, come help me, come help me. But it's the infection going, no, come here. God gonna assimilate you <laughs> well yeah because think about it the more that it gets and the more like people or victims that has come near it the faster it can grow exactly it's like the fucking blob Ooh, another great movie good movie right it's we been es- watch that again yeah it has been established that should uh should an infected uh an infected be uh, be capable of sight and observation and observe an uninfected it will proceed toward them so zombies Yep, you fuck them. If the infected has lost the ability of sight, a range of approximately 30 meters is considered safe. Observation. Ob, observation. <laughs> observation. Like masturbation, but observing it. <laughs> that's when you watch porno. Oh, when you watch somebody whack off. Yeah, dude, that's fucking weird. Observation of 610 infected settlements have been established using artificial methods such as remote robots. The data returned from these observa- uh, observations, coupled with the openly aggressive nature of the, infect- of the infected to attempt to spread 610, has resulted in the, cl- uh, the Keter classification. However, so long as nothing is allowed to enter or leave the infected area, it is considered a neutralized threat. Of concern, uh, of concern there are cavernous areas beneath the infected settlements that, will disco- uh, that were discovered during the exploration and attempts to get research personnel into these areas are underway. Okay. So, so that one that one actually has one of the coolest names of all time. It uh, it reminds me of something like a fucking metal band would come up with for a, a name or a, a song. It's called The Flesh That Hates. It's true, though. Yeah. I so, like Disease Pussy. Ooh. <laughs> nice. No, not really. That was kind of dumb. So. Uh, that was. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Not gonna lie. So when you originally asked me if I'd be willing to read any of this stuff on this or like actually be a part of the show more than just ramble on about stupid shit and make dumb references to shit, I was like, no, fuck that, man. I don't want to be any part of this shit because I was ready for it to be like dumb power nerd bullshit of like, <laughs> so actually I saw this thing and I wanted it to be this and it was this because this is what my D and D group did with this one time and this and it actually and this. Actually, but instead you got power horror nerds. Yeah, dude, which are it, fucking awesome. Well, not only that, it's a community of just mm. bunch of fucking goobers is coming together and just continuing on a story. And then, fuck, man, there's a certain part of it. I actually was like, oh yeah, I can believe this. Yeah, I can kind of believe this. Yeah, I'm like, wow, I must have gotten weak over my fucking years of being on the show or year now. And then you go, wait, this is all made up shit. I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, fuck, you got me, you shitheads. But, and fuck you, Dr. Klein. I want to clone whatever <laughs> I want to clone with a fucking tree. 
But, dude, I had a lot of fun with us. I mean, I want to do this again. That was only five that we talked about. Yeah. And there's I, literally thousands of them. Okay. So, a little bit of show code. I originally, like, he sent me the link. It wouldn't work for some strange reason. No big deal. So, I was like, you know what? While we're talking about this, and we had a little break, I went on the site, and I've been on the site ever since <laughs> we've been on break. Just going through, like, oh my God, look at this. That's kind of the partial, the reason why I kind of have been distracted and not com- commenting on some stuff. <laughs> you it's fell like, into the lore hole. Yeah, I was like, dude, I found something that's kind of like 40K where it's all encompassing and it's community driven. And then there's also roots in like what could be reality. Yeah. Like making connections of things and you can see where the inspirations were. That's pretty fucking cool. And for me, this is, this is my favorite type of fiction is the sci-fi science-based horror stuff yeah the random I outlandish bullshit it. and i think it's cool and yeah. you know i'm on board with this so i want to do this again yeah i mean if you guys like this episode please please let us know on facebook or instagram or twitter just let us know what was the site again this is uh this is directly from let me see if i scp-wiki.com it's a or net scp.wiki.com yeah there we go so then that way, if you find anything you like on there and you want us to read about it. Yeah, fucking email us. Dude, like, say, can you read about this article? Because I thought this was interesting. Fuck, yeah. And tell us why you thought it was interesting. And another thing you can do is you can go on YouTube and you can just punch in SCP and you'll get... Yeah, I know what I'm doing tonight while I'm painting thousands miniatures. Thousands of videos of these Dude, things are so interesting. I have some miniatures to paint and some things, other things to work on. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to see if there's a podcast on this. If yeah. not, I want to start one. Yeah, I mean, there's... Uh, there's a couple of really, really good um, Facebook pages. Uh, not Facebook pages, I'm sorry. Uh, YouTube channels for it. Yeah, because this is... So, originally when we were talking about what we are going to do today, I think we brought up the idea of doing like a creepypasta because I know some, yeah. a lot of like true crime and horror themed and all that stuff do creepypasta, which is again, is created by content creators and fans right. of certain genre, <laughs> which is cool and some of it's true stories, some of it's made up. And if you like, that gets old real quick. But if you, if you like creepypastas, go check out our buddy Justin Rimmel's show, Rev96. He does an awesome job of those. You beat me to it. Damn. Because I was going to say that I didn't <laughs> want to step on his toes because he does it better than us because he he's got a sexy voice. He does it better than another nope. group of three nope. goofs from a, a nope. large city. <laughs> nope. We're not talking about them. They don't get anything. Our boy does. Yeah. But no, it's like, so Moral I didn't... enemy of our show. <laughs> nah. We've actually been compared to him. Anyway, but it's like, I didn't want to step on anybody else's toes because everybody seems to do it and some do it better than others. And there's only so much you can find. Yeah. Where when you started giving me the like a little brief of backstory of this, like usual, I don't come to these things other than an energy drink. And your phone. My, my phone and occasionally a Funko Pop. Well, you brought a folder today, but that's for a, a wrestling tabletop game, so that doesn't Shh, count. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> but no, it's like, and this was a lot of fun because there's so much information, and it was well thought out. Yeah. Like, I know you didn't add anything into it. Maybe fixed a few things or changed a few things. The only thing just I to wrote put it was the your, history. Yeah, and to put it in your own words, yep. in your own perspective. But we still were able to create a good discussion. Yeah. And I kind of want, like, I'm going to go home and read this, and... When I paint later, I'm probably going to go on the YouTube sh- channels and just listen to it because it's it's fascinating. Yeah, I mean... I like shit like this because it feels like these are done with passion and understanding people of... People care about doing this. Yeah, and then it's a bunch of people. It's not like, let me tell you about what happened when I got scared. I broke into someone's house and then he had a bucket full of cum and it was in his fridge. What the fuck? Yeah. Dude, get the fuck out of here. 
there was a hook on the door yeah it's like okay it's boring this is actually like i was like okay and i'm finding myself looking at it and i'm like reading something else on the phone and be like oh shit that's really cool yes exactly (laughs) so all of the good score all of the reading i did for um the classification, uh, the number, all of that, that all came directly from the website. I yeah, dude. I didn't write any of that. They I, have also probably I'm, one of the best like opening parts of their page. And their website's so easy to navigate. I'm like, I'm not going to take any credit for writing anything on this show because it's not my work. And I, I gave credit where it's due. So this is the one of the things that I love. And this is directly off their site, scp-wiki.net. Yes. Warning. The foundation database is classified in big, bold letters. Access by unauthorized personnel is strictly prohibited. Perpetrators will be tracked, located, and detained. Right underneath that, a collaboration contest has just begun. (laughs) And it's like, come the fuck on, dude. Like, you talk about all this crazy shit, and it's like, hey, guess what? Collaboration time, folks. You guys broke kayfabe immediately. Yeah, it's like, (laughs) SCP Foundation, secure, contain, and protect. It's like, and then you go through it and it's like, so you have the SEPs, you have the tales, you have the library, you the universe and the guide. I'm like, motherfucker, this kid over here that's normally, you know, crazy lunatic asshole on the show, i.e. me. I'm like, I'm creating an account right now. Yeah, I, I'm going to do this. I, I <laughs> Because I'm like, Kev, let's get a collaboration going. And there's so much information in so many different languages of random language I can't speak. And I'm like, fuck. All right. Not very often do you ever find a rabbit hole for me to dive yeah. into and then power slam myself into. You done it, kid. And dude, like I said, I've been I've been falling into this rabbit hole for about 3 months now. I'm just like I can't stop. Like it's it's just so interesting and it's actually gotten me wanting to start writing again. Yeah, you dude, know, and you're pretty good at writing. Yeah, not I, as good as me, but pretty no, good. No, that's you know, but we have different styles of what we want to write about, you know. Yeah, dude, and that's why this works. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I had a fucking blast doing this, man. Can I can I do something? What? If you decide to listen to this on the YouTube and you don't want anybody else to hear it because you're like, you want to keep it under wraps because you don't want anybody from the SCP to find out because you, we already discussed they have members everywhere. Yeah. Did you just see a scope glint? Again? Fuck, dude. What the hell is going <laughs> I think we're talking about something we shouldn't be talking about. And you decide that you need to actually get some wicked sweet earbuds or... Some headphones, either over the ear, like what we use. We use the region or over the ear completely. Like the, like, the, um, sorry, I'm keep looking out the window because I'm getting kind of scared. Uh, Kev, getting ready. Okay, thanks, Kev. Or you want to get the sweet claw. That's for you, Kevin H. We miss you, baby. Come back soon. And, or like the Nevas or whatever it is, head on over to studio, you know, dot com. I almost had a heart attack. I thought I lost one of my Nevas at work the other day. Thankfully, it was in the pair of pants I wore the day before. <laughs> I'm glad you brought up the Nevas because those things are amazing because they're wireless earbuds. Yep, wireless Bluetooth. The case... Uh, it looks like a hockey puck and it comes yeah. with a fucking real rawhide cord. Yeah, and... That's baller. When your headphones die, you throw them back in the case. It holds four additional charges. Like you hear in the beginning of the show and yeah. the promo, that's fucking awesome. We all have the Regents. I know Kevin H and I are thinking about getting the Clark because, as we discussed, they're the death gods of sweet headphones. Now that I'm back to work, that's on my list. Yeah, dude, that's on mine too. So while you're there, you pick out what you like. You don't know what you want. Be like, you know what? I want this. I want this. But like us, you need to save some money. Yeah. What is the other uh, code that they can use and we can use and everybody can use? If you put in Dark Windows 15 at checkout, 
you will get 15% off your entire order. That's pretty good, especially and on such high-quality headphones. I've had these things for... About a year now, by now. Yeah, well... Not quite, maybe, but... Almost close. a year, and I have a nasty habit of killing headphones, as we talked about previously with my pieces of shit that I used to get, <laughs> uh, where only one ear will work. Both these things work, and I run these things on Bluetooth all the time when I'm working around the house. They, they stay charged. Like I don't charge these things like once a week, and they die, and then you take twenty minutes, and they almost fully charge. It's like twenty-four hour active battery life. Yeah, it's dude, that's ridiculous. Fucking fantastic. The Clara thirty, for Christ's sakes. I mean, fully charged. They're thirty hours of continuous runtime before they die. Exactly. So, if you have your sweet headphones and you're listening to something from the SEP on the YouTube, yeah, and you decide you want to paint some miniatures of. Unknown creatures of unknown determinant. Redacted, redacted, redacted. Oh, yeah, good point, good point. You want to put uh, things on... Redacted. Hobbyholder, GameMV.net. Okay, we're good. I think we're good. Nope, no scope, Glint. Perfect. But yeah, you go there, you pick out what you like. Like I said at the top of the show, I'm not going to go through that whole ramble, ramble again. Put in the promo code Broadstone. Save yourself some money. It's 10% off, dude. Oh, that's a good chunk of change yeah. for some amazing high-quality hobby tools. And if you need, need some sweet miniatures, comic books, collectibles, whatever, any kind of games, go to dicehead.com. There, your one-stop shop for your all your nerdery awesomeness. Again, whether you want to get into miniatures, you want to get out of miniatures, they have the miniature trade-in program. It's at the bottom of the page. You click that, take a picture of your stuff. Email them what you have. Two to three business days, they'll give you the best price you could possibly get for them. And that doesn't matter if they're glued, unglued, assembled, partially assembled, painted, unpainted. Does not matter. All they want to know is, let's. What do you got? What do you What are you looking for? And let me see what I can do. It's a lot better than using Craigslist. It's a hell of a lot better than using eBay. Yeah. And you know what? They're a small mom and pop place. Yep. They're very close to our heart. They're family. Family of the show. Yeah, and they're run by a family. Yeah. Yep. Which is amazing. They're not this big high corporation. They're mom and pop, small business, and they're amazing people. Help them out because they will gladly help you out because you and I both have known we played a game system where in order for them to get miniatures or like kits, they had to jump through some massive yes, fucking he hoops. Did. And he did it and he was nice about it. And, you know, I can't ask for anything nope. better. So we got to give them some love. Yeah. One of these days, I'd like to go down there and do a live show from the store. I think I want to. Awesome. I want to go down there when they're having their big ATC 40K tournament. It just fits me. It, <laughs> shut up, man! It fits my style. Asshole. <laughs> so you can uh, you can go find us on Facebook. Uh, go to facebook.com and you go to Dark Windows in the search bar. You can find us there. Um, I'm pretty active on there. Kevin's pretty active on there. Seth is not active on there because he doesn't have a Facebook account. Nope. No, I, I stay away from the book of many faces. It's because it's, there's too many crazies it's on drama. there. It's drama, 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 and yeah, cat there's, videos. There's too many, too much craziness. Yeah. You can go check us out on Instagram at Dark Windows Pod. Yes, sir. You can go check us out on Twitter, which we're getting better at, at Dark Windows Pod on Twitter. Good things. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. My name is Kevin Carlton. I'm on Instagram at kcarlton87. Uh, I don't remember my Twitter handle. Just go to the show page. Exactly. <laughs> you can find uh, Kevin H at Speedy802. On Instagram. Yep. You can find him there or go on Facebook. Send him some love because he and his family are going through some pretty heavy dark times. Yeah. And the poor kid needs some love right now because honestly, the show wouldn't be the same without him. 
And it's, it's not the same without him. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's like we look over and we just see his little Funkos just chilling there in his beer. And we're like, oh, we miss you, buddy. Or what you can do is you can head on over to Broadstone underscore creations. That's me. Yeah. Where you find me painting miniatures, putting model kits together, i.e. Gundam. Or just randomly just floating around doing nonsensical bullshit. Yeah, check us out on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash darkwindowspod. Uh, we've got four awesome tiers on there. Go check them out. Um, My favorite one is the liver eating Johnson $20 level. You get a lot of cool stuff for that. Go check it out. Yeah, absolutely. Even even if you don't pledge for it or you don't sign up for it, just check it out. See what, you're, exactly. what we're offering. And um, if you're also checking out some stuff, you know what you should do? Rate and review us. You know, give us a five star. It helps us get higher up in the algorithm, so that way we can, you know, produce better content. I was going to show... say it helps the algorithms. It Damn does it. help the <laughs> algorithms because that's the only math we know. <laughs> but also, if you know, if you decide to give us a lower star review, let us know what we fuck up on. Yeah, don't just say it's not for us. Try to once one again. Yeah, fuck you. And you, I'm going to try you, and then guess what? I'm going to kick you in the ball sack. And don't forget... Nah, I'm just kidding. I love all that shit. Don't forget ageofradio.org. Yep. Uh, that you can find us there, ageofradio.org forward slash dark windows. We have our own page there. Check out our brother and sister shows there. Uh, we have... Color lot. Me Dead. Color Me Dead is the best true crime show you will ever listen to. Yeah. Uh, true Crime Trucker. Is I like, love that guy. I, I'd say he's actually tied with them. Well, you know, it's he does color really me good dead job. our sisters. Yeah, that's true. True crime trucker. He doesn't know yet, but he's like our cool ass cousin. Because <laughs> I like to think I have a great voice for radio dude, and a lot this of is great dude. Listen to his. It's like fuck, man. One day I'm gonna be like you. But yeah, and I don't even know if he listens to us. I don't know. I don't care, man. There's something on there for everybody. Yeah, uh, dude. We yeah. also have the bazaar, which yep. if you want to go to on it, the human optimization. I know you like to plug that fucking great courses plus. Yeah, buddy. We also have the Microsoft shit because if you need, you know, technologies. I think it's ten percent off your orders through them too. That's Dude, pretty good. Yeah, especially now because the way technology is. Yeah. You know, I have a sweet brand new, was brand new Samsung Galaxy Note Nine because you know I'm impulsive, and now it's out of date. I got a dog shit iPhone. X. Yeah, we gotta get you hooked up, That's kid. Gone. I'm gonna blow that thing up. Can we shoot it like we did with my old computer? I don't know. I think I have to give it back to him. <laughs> Fuck him. But yeah, you can find all that great shit. Yeah. And we love you guys. So, so I just, hope you enjoyed the episode. Yeah. And just because you can't see out into the dark. Redacted. <laughs> just because you can't see out into the dark. Uh, uh, um, dude, there's... Data there, expunged. <laughs> there, there's somebody walking across the street. Son of a bitch. Just because you can't see out into the... Run, motherfucker! We gotta get out of here! Just because you can't see out into the dark doesn't mean the dark can't see into you. I love you. Kisses. Have a great rest of your day. Secure, contain, protect.